listening to Speaking with One Voice with Rodney Payne. If you have any comments, questions, concerns, topics you'd like discussed on the show, or if you'd like to be a guest on the show, please email us at rpayne at onevoiceinc.org. That's rpayne at onevoiceinc.org. You can also search for us on Acast, Google Play, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Just look for Speaking with One Voice. Now, here's your host, Rodney Payne. Hello, and welcome to Speaking with One Voice. I am your host, the coach, Rodney Payne. So glad to be back with you again this week here on our weekly podcast, where we have dedicated ourselves to adding value to you and your team each and every week. I want to thank you so much for continuing to like our podcast, to give us ratings and subscribing. We are continuing to increase our influence as we deliver this material and content to you each and every week. I want to ask you to do me a favor. Many of you have already purchased our book, Critical Decisions Made Easy, and I'm so excited that you've done that. If you haven't, you can do that by going to RodneyRPlane.com and getting the book there or Amazon.com. But what I'm asking today is I'm asking for those of you who partake of our content on a regular basis, do us a favor. Once you read the book, if you like it, go ahead and go out and give us a rating uh, and a review on Amazon so that we can have others to know about this great resource that is sure to change your leadership. While you're out there, make sure you follow us on all of our social media platforms at Rodney R. Payne. That's TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, We've got a YouTube channel at Rodney R. Payne. We've got LinkedIn. Listen, I want you to make sure that you are connected. Turn all of your notifications on so that you can be a part of receiving our latest content and being first to get it. And we're going to continue to add value to you each and every day, each and every week. Just stay with us on all of our platforms and keep listening to this podcast, Speaking with One Voice. Let me hop into today's topic. I want to talk about uh, balance of leadership, the balance of leadership. When we think about this word balance or, or balancing in leadership, I, I have this picture of a scale, but when I look at the scale, you know the scale has the left and the right with the center there. I see one side really high and one side really low. In other words, I see most leaders are simply out of balance. So today I want to talk about how do we find balance uh, as a leader. Is that possible? What does balance look like? That's what we're trying to accomplish on today. So if we look at the definition for balance, we're going to find that balance is a state of equilibrium, uh, equal distribution of weight or an amount, etc. It's a state of being at rest or balanced due to the equal action of opposing forces, the equal distribution of weight. So uh, that's a complex definition, so I want to kind of, kind of simplify that and get us a working definition for our thought on the balance of leadership. If we think about uh, leadership balance, I would simply say leadership balance is an equal distribution of our workload, our life, and all other things. Our workload, our life, and all other things. So in thinking about this working definition, it means that as a leader, we're going to have various things that demand our attention. Some things we can proactively manage, some things we can put in the system or the process method, some things we can put in the delegation method. But the fact of the matter is, a leader's plate is always going to be full with your work obligations, your leadership obligations, your personal time, your family time, your hobbies, your career. All of these things, have, you have to find a way to balance them. Uh, one of the most unique quotes I think I've ever heard on balance is, 
uh, T.D. Jakes was interviewed, and I heard him and they asked him, how do you balance being a, a mega church pastor, an author, a philanthropist? And they went on, a movie producer, a writer, went on and on with all of these things that he was doing. And he said, I don't. I'm never balanced. He says, what I do is I don't fail at the same thing twice. I don't, I'm not going to be bad, a bad dad two days in a row. I'm not going to be a bad director two days in a row. I'm not going to be a bad pastor two days in a row. So basically, he, he the way he said it, it kind of made me feel like that uh, if I miss it today, I'll pick it up tomorrow. And so when I began to think about this thing called the balance of leadership, I, I really thought, is this even possible? And so let's do this. Let's see if we can use the word balance as an uh, an acronym and see if we can figure out a way that we can try to get close to regaining some control of our life as leaders and finding what we're going to call balance and and leadership balance. Remember, we talked about it being an equal distribution of workload, life, and all other things. So how do we find this harmony as leaders? If you're an overwhelmed leader, you're going to enjoy this. So let, let's start with uh, this B here. The B in balance means that I have to first believe. If I'm going to be balanced, I have to believe. I have to believe in myself. I have to believe in my purpose. I have to have genuine belief. Uh, why is belief so important or significant? Well, belief is so important because if you don't believe, then you're really trying to prove out something that you're unsure of. And what happens when you're unsure, you make missteps, you make poor decisions, and you can oftentimes find yourself wasting effort in the process. So you have to believe not just in yourself, uh, but but you have to believe in your purpose, more importantly. Why am I here? Why am I doing this? See, if you don't know why you're doing it or what your motive is or what your purpose or what your goals are, what you find is that you find inconsistent motivation and that kind of leaves your life uh, out of balance. Then let's move to the A. We'll call the A attitude. Believing is the uh, is one thing, right? Believing is it, but aptitude, ability, those are other things. Do you have the aptitude to do what you're doing? And obviously, you're a leader, so the answer is yes. But the challenge is, are you willing to maximize your aptitude, your abilities? Are you willing to apply yourself to the point where you get the most out of yourself? at the right time in the right way. Yes, you have the ability, but how much are you not tapping into? Are you stopping when something gets too difficult? Are you saying, I don't want to put in the work to be great. I'll satisfy, I'll be satisfied with being good. Many, many talented people try to survive on talent alone. Talent is enough to be good, but talent alone is not enough to be great. It takes more than talent. So yes, you have the aptitude, you have the talent, you have the ability, but are you willing to maximize that aptitude or ability? Uh, if you want to stay in balance, you're also going to have to listen. Uh, a balanced leader or leadership balance requires listening. If you want to make sure that you understand, you have to be a willing listener uh, first. Step one, a willing listener. What is a willing listener. Uh, many leaders are unwilling to listen. They don't even want to hear. They've already made up in their minds. They've got their decisions and they're ready to go and press ahead. But if you're going to be a balanced leader, you have to be a willing listener. 
Uh, although a willing listener is not the goal or destination of your listening, it's required before you can get to the best part of listening. Not just a willing listener, but you want to be an effective listener. So now it's not that I'm just hearing what you say, but I'm willing to hear what you say as well as properly consider it and then take from it the best part to get us to the next level. So now you have contributors that are going to be able to take some of the workload because you are listening. The people that can help you do your job the best are those who are closest to the fire because they know things and have insight that you don't have at the leader level. But when you become a willing listener who, as, who is an effective listener, now you can begin to move the needle within your team. So we're talking about what is uh, the balance of leadership? Can we have balance in leadership? You're listening to Speaking With One Voice. I am your host, the coach, Rodney Payne. Let's dive back in here. Uh, we've already had one A in, in balance so far, and it was aptitude, you may recall. Well, now the second A is going to be attitude. Uh-oh, attitude. If you're going to find balance, if you're going to find this uh equal distribution of your workload, your life, and all other things, you're going to have to have the right attitude. When I say attitude, there are two considerations that I want you to look at here. The first one is going to be your disposition. Some people are just uh, negative people. Some people are just down and, and feel like we're not going to win. They're negative Nancy, so to speak. No disrespect to anyone named Nancy, just people who are negative. If your disposition is defeated, if your disposition is down, then you're not going to be able to find balance because you'll always be defeated. So your attitude is not only your disposition, but if you want to change your disposition, you must consider your perspective. How do you see things? How do you view things? Are you an optimist or a pessimist? How, how do you view things? Do you view things as we can solve the problem or do you view things as the problems overtake us? Are you a proactive uh, uh, leader or are you a crisis manager? Your attitude, your disposition, and your perspective make up your outlook. And in order to be balanced, you must have a positive outlook perspective or a can-do perspective, and you must have a positive disposition. Not only that, if you're going to be one who experiences the balance of leadership, I believe it's possible, um, you, you, you must... Um, have N. Now, N, I'm going to, to, to give you a, a, a different word here, and I'm going to, to use something that sounds the same, but it is spelled differently. So for our N, we're going to use the word uh, insistency. Insistency. That's I, then we'll take the N, insistency. Now, insistency, what I'm trying to tell you is that balance only happens if you insist upon it. So if you don't make it plain to yourself that we are going to take a balanced approach, my friend, you're going to find yourself in some major trouble. You're not going to get there. So if balance is to ever happen in your life, if you're going to ever balance your, your have an equal distribution of your workload, your, your life and all other things, you are going to have to insist upon it. So what I want to do is I want to take a break right here. And let's go back and let's really begin to, to try and weave this together. I know we have a couple more letters, but I want to make sure that we get this uh, where we are right now, because the last two are truly going to uh, be challenging for us. And I want to make sure that we get 
set up and run our way, run ourselves into this situation where, so first, be, believe, believe in yourself and your purpose. Genuine belief serves as motivation to get up and do it every day. And what you know is that if you're out of balance, you impact your performance negatively and you slow down the productivity that you can, the level at which you can produce. I'll say it that way. So, but you're believing in yourself, believing in your purpose requires that you have aptitude to do what it takes to fulfill your purpose. Yes, believing in one thing is, is good, but, but the ability to do it is another. And so you have the aptitude to do it. So what I want you to do is make sure that you maximize your abilities, maximize your capacity, raise your lid. Uh, John Maxwell talks about in his best-selling book, The 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership, the first law is the law of the lid. Your team will never outgrow your lid. So you have to increase your lid. You have to maximize your aptitude, maximize your ability. And that only comes by investing in yourself or growing yourself. So we want to believe, we want to have aptitude that's increasing, and then we want to be listeners. We want to be willing listeners who become effective listeners. Leaders who don't listen will be out of balance. Leaders who are unwilling to listen are unwilling to be in balance. Leaders who are ineffective listeners will be overworked, will not have an equal distribution of the workload. They will be the people that have to own every part of the process. So you want to be uh, believe in your purpose, increase your aptitude, listen effectively, and then get your attitude right. Get your attitude right. I, I want to go just a little deeper here on attitude. We talked about uh, disposition. We talked about perspective. But attitude, the way I define attitude is, is attitude is the sum total of of what you think, first of all. What you think leads to what you feel. What you feel leads to what you do. If you're going to be in balance, you've got to have a sound thought process. You've got to have emotional control, and then you've got to have directed actions. When you do those things, now you'll have the right kind of attitude that will put you in a position for balance and success. And then we talked about this, this insistency. You must insist upon it. What I really want you to understand here is that if you're going to have balance, it's because you're going to tell yourself, yes, we will be disciplined. Yes, we will take our rest days. Yes, we will take our effective times of communication. We'll take our time to make difficult decisions. We'll take our time to build systems and infrastructures that support a strategic development of our of our movement, of our business. We're going to be insistent upon that that balance will happen. We're going to give time. We're going to respect Anyone who gains access or time on our calendar, that time will be respected by you as the calendar owner and everyone else. That means put your family on your calendar, put your vacations on your calendar, put your hobbies on your calendar, put your work on your calendar, put your development on your calendar, and then respect it. You insist uh, upon it. You make sure that you tell yourself, self, we are doing this and we are going to do it well. Now, I've got two more that I want to share with you so that we can get to the balance of leadership. And, and, and these last two, uh, I won't say any one is more important or significant than the other, but these last two may be a bit challenging. Uh, so the C is, is that you have to have courage if you want to have balance. 
Uh, balance never happens if you never say no. Let me, let me say that again. Balance never happens if you never say no. Uh, see, it takes courage to tell yourself and others that you just can't do it, that it just doesn't fit. Most leaders over-obligate themselves and give too many people access to them, and they feel that everything requires a yes, that they themselves have to do everything. Can I be transparent with you for a moment? When I think about uh, the demand on my time and meeting my purpose and fulfilling my obligations as a leader, no is simply something I don't like to say. So what I've had to do is I've had to empower, authorize my executive assistant to say no on my behalf. I know that sounds strange and I know it may sound like uh, uh, an easy way out, but I had to have the courage to, to know that I needed to say no. So I had to empower someone to protect me from the no. In other words, we've got a system in place that there are certain things that we just can't do. But if I were asked personally, because of my compassion, I'm likely to say yes. But if it goes through the proper channels, I will never see it because I have already decided that no is the answer for those types of situations. We just cannot afford to do that. And now in doing that, again, it's hard, it's difficult because I want to say yes to everyone. I want to make everybody happy, but I just can't maintain balance if, if my calendar never gets a break. I had to learn how to say no. It takes courage. So I want you to understand if you're ever going to have balance, it's going to take courage. And, and, and let me hurry on. The last one here is that this E, the last step. You've made it through all of them. You believe, you have aptitude, you're a listener, you have the right attitude, you're insistent upon your uh, completing it and being balanced. You have courage to tell people no. The last step is you have to have endurance. See, enduring means that you have to put up with, with the best attitude possible. It means that you have to deal with the ongoing challenge of maintaining balance. What I find is that many of us, no matter what the new initiative is that we start, whether it's a new workout regimen, whether it's a new diet, whether it's a, a, a new discipline to read, whatever it may be, we start out with a bang. But when we hit some resistance, when we miss a day, or we miss a meal, or we miss a workout, that one meal, that one day, that one workout, becomes two and soon three and soon four and soon we have lost our endurance. We have given up, not knowing that we've given up. See, when you pursue balance, when you pursue uh, the, the equal distribution of your workload of life and all other things, and you find yourself fighting a losing battle, you may just decide to give up. You may just decide to quit but I want you to back up to the sea and have courage to E, endure and stay in the race. Keep fighting for balance, you're worth it. Uh, your, your team is worth it, your family is worth it because what happens when you find balance is you find more productivity, more effectiveness, 
more joy and fulfillment in what you do. So I know that balance may seem mythical to some, but if you, my friend, will believe you have the aptitude, if you'll listen, you have the right attitude, if you're insistent and you have courage and you endure, you will find an equal distribution of workload, life, and all other things. You have been listening to Speaking With One Voice. I am your host, the coach. Rodney Payne, I want to thank you so much for being in the room yet again. You're continuing to listen. We appreciate you. Make sure that you pick up your copy of our latest resource, Critical Decisions Made Easy, only $15. You can get it on my website at RodneyRPayne.com. Or if you'd like the e-version, you can also pick that up on Amazon.com. So thank you for your support. We look forward to adding value to you each and every week right here on Speaking With One Voice. I am your host, the coach. Rodney Payne. Until next time, let's keep growing together. You've been listening to Speaking with One Voice. Please remember to follow Rodney Payne on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Rodney R. Payne. We'd love to hear from you and get your feedback, so please feel free to leave us comments. And if you would rate and subscribe to the podcast, we'd appreciate that as well. Don't forget to set up for notifications so you can get the latest updates and social media posts and get new podcasts when they're released. As always, use the hashtag speaking with one voice or simply SWOV on any of your social media posts. On behalf of Rodney Payne, thanks again for listening to Speaking with One Voice.